Everything You Love About Yourself Journal by Lynette R. Stein. Embrace your worth, beautiful. You are enough. Everything will be just fine, Lenny Stein. I am enough. Believe in yourself and embrace the limitless possibilities that lie ahead. I am worthy of beautiful things too. Making myself a priority. Do you feel guilty about putting yourself first? It's like that airplane oxygen mask analogy. When you put on your own mask first, you can help secure your neighbours. If you're used to giving and giving and giving, you might initially feel uncomfortable about putting yourself first. But you got this. How important is my own happiness? In what ways do I show love for myself? The love ourself is to be grateful of life given unto us. Habits to change. New skills to learn. Values to enhance. And self-reflection. Just remember, you are enough. I feel loved when. I feel confident when. I feel blessed when. And I feel proud when. And always be kind to yourself. Things I'm grateful for, productive activities, I am choosing to, how I can, how can I improve my confidence, shine bright like a diamond, self-love or self-worth or self-esteem, whatever you feel drawn to calling it, it's a seed that grows when we water it. So welcome to the self-love club where I take care of myself and recognise my own needs, where you make your own bad habits unfamiliar and your self-praise familiar. Always acknowledge I am enough. I practice my, I praise myself for my gifts and praise others for theirs. Don't be rejected. We are enough. If you change your thoughts, you change your feelings. Like, I can't change this, but I can change what it means. So don't react, respond instead. And always nurture yourself. Like, I can deal with this. I've got this. Dear body, I love you. Just always be your own kind of beautiful. Don't compare, compare yourself to others. And speak only truths to yourself and others. Just find that place that makes you happy. Keep yourself safe and believe that you are secure. I keep myself safe and believe I am secure. Do an activity that you love. If you can't fight and you can't flee, don't freeze, flow. Keep learning and moving forward by connecting with others. That's just self-love. Treat and talk to yourself as if you were your own best friend. So you evaluate and reprioritize your needs. Look, you are unique. Everyone's unique, but you're not so different from others. Don't forget to take time to relax. You have the power to protect your peace. The challenge is to forgive yourself, to practice yoga or dance. Just learn something new. Spend time with a friend. Take a walk in nature. Practice a hobby. Play. Play is so important. Swing on park swings and climb trees. Just always practice that self-care. 
and make your dreams come true. Create a bucket list and go out and join a club. Practice saying no and compliment yourself. Sleep for eight hours, meditate, make a playlist, volunteer or act of kindness. Just let the sun shine in. Always pamper yourself and write down in your daily journal. Read a book, go for a 30-minute walk and put on your favourite outfit. Or why not buy a bucket full of flowers or do a DIY project. Look, just find beauty in the little things, the simple moments that bring you joy. Savour the colours of a sunset, fresh flowers aroma and a cosy blanket's warmth. That's hygge. Relationships, we, relationships fall in to self-love because we have to know that we're lovable and that we're worthy of love. Our values and our goals are important, but they don't need to match. We get all hung up on this. You see it so often that we say, I'm looking for a partner and we must have the same values. But they don't 100% need to match. What does need to match from your mate is the lifestyle. That should match for long-term compatibility. Always get in touch with yourself first. Feel your feelings. Get to know yourself deeply and intimately. Tune into your gut feelings and recognise and respond to those red flags when you're first meeting people. Just build with someone whose words match their actions. Consistency is key. You know, tell yourself, I have a mature, healthy love. I am complete and whole. That's the most important part. Look, we're sold from a young age that Prince Charming rescued her and they lived happily ever after. It's no wonder that we grow up waiting for love to complete us. A relationship will never make you whole because you already are whole. You are 100% responsible for your own happiness. No one else will make you happy. Focus on what you have rather than what you may lack. Have those positive vibes. Become the hero of your own story. It all starts with cultivating greater self-awareness. You trust, like and respect who you are enough to back yourself. You have interests, hobbies, passions and goals that you're working on. You spend time doing things, going places and seeing loved ones. Confidence builds as we push our comfort zone and challenge ourselves. Look, um, love is human. It's not divine. It's about partnership over perfection. We don't expect someone else to complete us. We want to show up already as the best version of ourselves we can be. Uh, if you don't fix your wounds, you bleed on people that never cut you. So how? ask yourself, how are my personal insecurities going to ruin this relationship? And what can I do to fix this? Your hidden superpower is waiting to be unleashed. Are you ready? Just love yourself first. And remember, I am enough. So important, those words. Three little words, I am enough. For your blooming heart, the greatest gift I can give myself is unconditional love. The magic place, the magic of loving yourself 
is that once you treat yourself the way you'd always wanted others to treat you, others will treat you the way you desire and deserve to be treated. Surround yourself with beauty. It's a wonderful way to love yourself. When you name a, a conscious, make a conscious choice to place things on your body or enhance your environment with items and people that bring you joy, it changes your energy. So make a list today. Get out your little pen and paper and make a list of things you love. Clearing clutter is self-love. So identify what's most important to you and eliminate everything else. Remember that one shoe can change your life. Remember the Cinderella story. You need to learn to feel again. Try this. Choose a sense, taste, touch, sight, hearing or smell. Your practice for today or this week is to notice the things that sense brings you and cherish them. If you choose your sense of hearing, for example, sit in meditation and listen to the sounds of the house settling, the wind blowing against the windows, the dog sighing in her sleep. Hear your neighbours mowing the yard, not as an unwelcome distraction, but a reminder of how close we live to other divine beings. Cherish the smell of grass or the amazing curry your neighbour is cooking. Maybe ask for the recipe instead of being annoyed that your apartment smells like garlic. Feel the texture of your sweater and the soft fur of your cat's chin. Savour the things your senses bring you. Pay attention to them. This is the world. This is godliness that is put on form and shape and it's cuddling up next to you. Keep a running list of the things you experience and the responses they raise in your heart, soul and mind. Allow your senses to lead you on a pilgrimage of sacred revelation right there during your everyday life. Rain. Let it rain. Rain. What does that stand for? R-A-I-N. R. Recognise. Recognise what is going on. The A is for allow. Allow the experience to be there just as it is. An I is for investigate with interest and care. An N is for nurture, nurture with self-compassion. It's like weeding, feeding and seeding. It's a supportive reminder and mindfulness techniques. During tough times, it's important to remember that you're not alone and we're all in this together. If you find yourself being overly critical of yourself, try these four steps of RAIN to slow down and reframe your thinking. And remember, just like gardening, working on your mind, pulling those weeds and planting the flowers is more effective after a good rain. In my soul, I am still that child who did not care about anything else but the beautiful colours of a rainbow. Everyone has an inner child. No matter how old we grow, we carry our younger selves within us day to day. Journaling is an effective way to connect with you and understand your inner child. Write down your thoughts and feelings and allow yourself to explore them without judgment. And just know that the benefits you reap when you confront those younger parts of yourself will make your life so much more worth living as an adult and so much happier. 
to take your inner child for a walk once or twice per week and speak lovingly to her or him. There is a parent inside each of us as well as a child. If we listen closely to our inner dialogue, we can often hear the parent scolding the child for doing something wrong or being not good enough in order to heal. We need to allow the parent to become more nurturing to the child. Look, doing shadow work, as we call it, is like waking up. If you feel like crying, cry. It's just getting out of autopilot. Look, we all have a story. Some people say that I don't have any baggage. Well, they've got, they're wearing their lying pants because when you've lived, you come with baggage. But our choice is to turn that baggage into stylish luggage. So what's your earliest memory of not feeling loved or good enough? Who do you believe you need to be in order to be loved today? That's a tough one. It's one you've got to sort of sit on for a while. Like I say, if you cry, don't worry about it. If you're with a loved one when you're doing these exercises and you cry and you, th- and you try to hold back those tears, it's something I did for years. I used to think, you know, people would say, Linny, you're so strong, you're so tough, you've been through so much. Yeah, and I'd hold back those tears because I used to think it was a sign of strength. But a sign of strength is actually crying. You really got to let it go. And if you're sitting there with a loved one, just say, thank you for being with me while I cry. That is just so wonderful for you. And let the tears go. If they're not comfortable with it, they will get comfortable with it. Thank you for being with me while I cry. It's like when you line up in the the supermarket and you can't find your card and you get all flustered and you can see everyone behind you is getting really annoyed with you because they want to get through the fast lane and here's this this girl that can't get a card out you know you can see the look on their face and you can hear the sighs rather than get all upset and turn around and glare at them the best thing is just to turn around and say thank you for waiting and you'll think that they'll just calm down as well they'll think Oh, yeah, that's okay. Nobody knows what, they don't, you know the old story, nobody knows the shoes that you're walking in. So if you're having a tough time, just thank somebody around you. Thank you for waiting. So back to that inner monologue, which is so very important. How do you speak to you? Witness the ways you speak about yourself. Like when things don't go to plan and you make a mistake, you drop something, you get lost in finding a destination. Do you call yourself stupid or an idiot? Do you make fun of yourself in hurtful ways? It's just like programs on a computer. Your mind has certain programs installed as a result of your upbringing and certain situations open certain programs automatically. You may have had highly critical parents, so your mind has a program that tells you you're stupid every time you make a mistake. You have the ability to reprogram a kinder, more helpful mind as an adult. Every time the old program runs, it's actually an opportunity to close it and install your new program. Whenever that old program runs, ask yourself, where did I learn this program? Would I say these words to myself as a child? If not, what would I say to my child's self if they made a mistake? The more you stop the old program and replace it, the more likely the replacement program is to show up instead. 
You deserve programs that are compassionate and helpful. Most people are especially, and especially parents, and if you're a parent, don't be hard on yourself, but they don't realise the way they talk to us becomes our inner voice for many years until we have that awakening. It's that moment where we don't blame anyone. We don't hold any shame for how we might have treated our children or how our parents treated us because remember that if their parents treated may have treated them the same way. So we don't have blames or shames. We just allow that to go and we work on reprogramming our own mind with love. That's just the most important thing that we can do for ourselves in our life. Look, to feel good in your own skin, you need more than just going out and getting a massage or getting your nails and your lashes and everything else did. It's what some might use as a label for getting a drink on with friends. Look, those things are physical acts and they are great for your self-esteem. However, you do need that self-love. Remember how love, how you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. So read these definite affirmations or listen at the moment with an open mind and a welcoming heart to take them in. I do all things in love. I am safe and surrounded by love and support. I am responsible for myself. I am optimistic because today is a new day. I am loved and worthy. I am enough. Daily mirror affirmations. Go to that mirror as soon as you wake up. Take five breaths in the morning when you wake. Hop out of bed, look in that mirror. I love you. I truly love you. And I accept you just as you are. I am enough. So let's affirm. I am worthy of love and acceptance. Today I prioritise my peace. I embrace my uniqueness. My body deserves respect. I attract abundance effortlessly. I trust my journey. I release the past, embrace the present. Love flows to me freely. I'm worthy of love and happiness. My mind is positive and empowering. Success is my birthright. I let go, embrace potential. The universe supports my dreams. I am a powerful creator. I'm deserving of self-care and compassion. I welcome miracles into my life. It's only a thought and a thought can be changed. The power, the point of power is always in the present moment. Every thought we think is creating our future. I am in the process of positive change. I am comfortable looking in that mirror saying, I love you. I really love you. When something good happens in your life, you can go to the mirror and say, thank you, thank you, that's terrific, that's awesome, thank you for doing this. If something bad happens to you, you can go to the mirror and say, okay, I love you, this thing that just happened will pass, but I love you and that's forever. For most of us, sitting in front of a mirror and facing ourselves is difficult at first as we call this process mirror work. But as you continue, you become less self-critical and the work turns into mirror play. Very soon your mirror becomes your companion, a dear friend instead of an enemy. So I forgive myself and set myself free. 
as I say yes to life, life says yes to me. I now go beyond other people's fears and limitations. I am divinely guided and protected at all times. I claim my power and move beyond all limitations. I trust the process of life. I am deeply fulfilled by all that I do. We are all family and the planet is our home. As I forgive myself, it becomes easier to forgive others. I am willing to let go. Did you know that hurt people find other hurt people? It's a bit deep, but it's inner child work, also referred to as inner child healing, is a way to address our needs that haven't been met as children and heal the attachment wounds we've developed. People don't have relationship problems. They have problems that they bring in the relationships. We may have a younger part of ourselves that was never quite loved the right way or the way way required as a child. Inner work is the act of going inside ourselves to explore our true feelings and parts of us that may have been rejected and labelled as inappropriate or too much by others. By allowing ourselves time to go within, we begin peeling back our everyday coping mechanisms, being avoidant, numbing of our feelings, etc. And we are able to fully accept and integrate our subconscious into consciousness. Not everyone associates childhood with playfulness and fun. If you experience neglect, trauma or other emotional pain, your inner child might seem small, vulnerable and in need of protection. You may have buried this pain deep to hide it and protect yourself, both your present self and the child you once were. Hiding pain doesn't heal it. Instead, it often surfaces in your adult life, showing up as distress in personal relationships or difficulty meeting your own needs. So working to heal your inner child can help you address some of these issues. Sometimes we are too quick to jump at opportunities that we need to take the time to feel out. We jump into a relationship prematurely and give away too much, only for it to fall apart. We get desperate seeking connection and sometimes we make the mistake of grabbing the first thing that comes into our path and this is where we mess up because we miss the red flags. We miss the warning signals and it leads to ultimate heartbreak. This is why it is important to be patient. This is why it is crucial to pay attention to the people that enter your life. Don't settle for less when you are deserving of more. Many times we hold on to a toxic relationship because we love that person more than we love ourselves. But when you truly love yourself, you start to understand self-worth, self-value and what you truly deserve. So never settle in a relationship. Remember, I am only, I attract only healthy relationships. I am always treated well. If you give someone the power to feed you, you'll also give them the power to starve you. It's easy to treat people right when things are going well, but how people treat each other when things are not going well is the key, and that's the reflection of someone's true nature. So don't choose history over happiness. Believe in your power. You can be the total package at the wrong address. My awesome grandma always said it's better to be single than to end up in a wrong relationship. 
And sometimes rejection is protection. You can't control what other people do, but you can control how you respond to it. Always remember the choice of love is what will change you. Listen to your heart. Follow your intuition. Trust what feels right and what feels wrong. Trust the universe would never put you through anything you can't handle. You are here for a reason. You are special. You are loved. Be kind to everyone, including yourself. Be the change you want to see in the world and always just do your best. If you have an idea, go out and do it. Don't hold on to attachments. It's fear, false evidence appearing real or forget everything and run or face everything and rest. Just always talk to yourself like someone that you love. Everything I love about myself I do not have to prove myself to anyone. I come from the loving space of my heart and I know that love opens all doors. I love life. I have compassion for all. I trust the universe to help me see the good in everything and in everyone. I am beautiful and everyone loves me. I love people just as they are. I do not try to change anyone. There is plenty for everyone and we bless and prosper each other. I love and approve of myself. Life is good and so it is. Life loves me. All is well in my world. It's only a thought and a thought can be changed. That's one that we keep on going over and over. Intention is everything. Awareness is key. And just experiment and be sceptical. Ask questions. So it's three steps of understanding that your heart One is to transform myself, two is to have the will, and three is how to do it. So seize your day. I love myself. Each day for 21 days is three weeks. Write something you love about yourself. This is not a new technique. Just remember, it's my life I am experimenting with. I have the authentic power. Now plant healing thoughts and ideas that support you in developing self-confidence and self-esteem and creating peace of mind and inner joy. But here are some starters if you're wondering how I write, how do I love myself? What's your proudest accomplishment so far? What's something you're good at? What's your favourite physical trait? What kind of friend are you? My gift to life is. The intention to give this gift is. And why am I doing this? Set an intention and focus on finding things you love about yourself and gratitude. You know, things or people you're grateful to have in your life. And then you express your gratitude for them. These should be specific, not general. For example, I am grateful for the way my son likes to hug me rather than I'm thankful for my son, my job, my home, car, etc. Write down one thing each day you could do to improve your life. Something small is fine. For example, I'm going to clean the windows so they are crystal clear and I can enjoy the garden view better. You don't have to do the things you write down. Five breaths when you wake and mirror work. Be gentle with yourself. And each night before bed, write down something badass that happened in the day. Then once per week for 10 minutes, write down your ideal life and your ideal self in detail. Write it as if it is already happening and real, 
not just wishful or hopeful. For example, I am enjoying a walk along a beautiful tropical beach with clear white sand on a balmy evening with palm trees gently swaying in the light breeze. Not I wish or I could. Stop after 10 minutes, even if unfinished, and pick it up next week or write another aspect of your ideal self. The only person who can pull me down is myself. I'm not going to let myself pull me down anymore. So the summary of that, that is the key with the first exercise is to express love for you and appreciation for specific things you already have in your life and not think like a victim who deserves more or who wishes they had more of something. Always know how much you are worth though and how deserving you are. I am attracting miracles. I have everything I need right now. Everything is available to me. Everything always works out for me in the best possible way. Thank you, life. And remember, without change, there'd be no butterflies. Love is patient. Love is kind and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but now faith, hope, love, abide these three, but the greatest of these is love, Corinthians. So give yourself some of that self-love. A gratitude, as, as gratitude is the anchor point to all lives well expressed, I want to first and foremost simply say thank you for those who are there with us and trusting our journals. Thank you. It's at Lynette R. Stein on Amazon. With gratitude to the amazing unicorn and mermaids of the Gut Academy Circle, where together we are spreading our wings and reaching for the sky. May your days unfold for you exactly as you deserve, beautiful, vibrant, and with nothing but magic and love. <laughs>